You're listening to the McKinsey Podcast, featuring wide-ranging conversations on the issues that matter in business and management. This episode is brought to you by the McKinsey Quarterly. Hello, and welcome to this edition of the McKinsey Podcast. I'm David Schwartz of McKinsey Publishing. Today, we're going to be talking about digital reinvention, starting with some new research that illuminates how far digital technologies have penetrated different industries and what companies can do to avoid being left behind. Joining me to discuss the issues are Laura LaBerge, a senior expert in our Stanford office, and Paul Wilmot, a senior partner in our London office. Laura and Paul, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Paul, I'd like to start with definitions. People tend to use digital and digitization interchangeably. Do these terms mean the same thing? For some people, the word digital tends to refer to a channel. So I interact with my bank digitally, meaning, you know, I I use an app or I use a website. We tend to use a much broader definition. And as we think about uh, digital or or digitization, we think about it in, in a number of different frames. So firstly is the digitization of marketing and distribution, which is the the channel, but also all of the marketing around it. Uh, Secondly, products and services. So for example, that would be taking a product and adding a digital service to it. Digitization of ecosystems, which is what we're seeing going on with the likes of Amazon and Alibaba, which are aggregating many other businesses and creating ecosystems. Digitization of processes, so replacing labor with software. Uh, Supply chains. Uh, which is thinking about you know, different places and from uh, to hitch your supply chain to. And in aggregate, these things lead to you know, a complete picture of digitization, and we think it's important to look at all of them. Laura, what other findings are people finding surprising? The first was just the size of the economic hit of digitization. You know, the fact that there was this tremendous overall decrease in EBIT and revenue growth Uh, despite the fact that digital does create a lot of pockets of high growth, on average it was going down, and that really more than 75% of companies surveyed were not currently on a viable path to ride this through economically. I think the second thing was the degree to which the winner-takes-all was really kind of concentrated amongst first movers, and the fact that this was concentrated Um, was spread actually across all different types of digital disruption rather than focused more narrowly in maybe one or two that you would have thought at the outset might be harder to replicate. I think the third thing that surprised them was how much strategy actually still matters. Right. And I understand you looked at them in a number of different ways. Laura, can you describe your analysis and what's unique about how you went about it? What we really wanted to do was to get a sense across regions and industries of what are different companies experiencing in terms of digital, how are they thinking about it, and how are they reacting to it, and to really try to tie that to their economic performance. So we ran a survey of over 2,000 CXOs and other business leaders, asking a mix of sort of opinion and fact-based questions. And we ran a bunch of economic models based on this data to really understand what is the economic impact of digital, how are companies responding, and do certain responses pay out better than others, and if so, which ones? What opportunities leap out from the research? I think that the first big opportunity that we see for companies is 
that there's a lot of companies that are really focused quite narrowly on just one of the digital elements that Paul mentioned. And I think that there's a huge opportunity for companies to broaden the lens because we found that there were several areas of digitization that were frequently under-focused on or that frequently performed better. So, for example, supply chain is one that very few companies appeared to be looking at, and products and services was one where, while a lot of organizations were looking at it, it's one that has pretty significant payout in terms of digitization and digital innovation. So, this obviously varies by sector, but I think there are a lot of interesting opportunities for companies to pursue. The headline here that, that I find most striking is the, the idea that fast following may actually not be such a viable strategy. One of the things that comes through from the, from the research is that those companies which are bold in their response to digitization affecting their sector will outperform and overall do well. Those who are slower and less effective in, in responding may overall suffer a downturn in their performance as a result. So the commonly held strategy of, uh, of wait and see in this, uh, in this instance uh, may not be viable. When we looked at the research and we tried to define who were the digital winners, consistently performing well in terms of EBIT growth, revenue growth, and ROI in their digital investments, it was less than 10% of the 2,000 companies we surveyed. And when you look at the economic pressures that the models showed digitization was putting on sectors, that also appeared to indicate that a large percentage of companies would struggle to remain economically viable once digitization reaches its full progression. Let's talk about those tactical takeaways. What should executives consider doing differently? For me, the first and most important thing is to really understand uh, what is going on in the environment. I think our experience is that many executives uh, tend to wait too long before taking digital seriously. So uh, one of the things I've witnessed is uh, a kind of magic 10% or 20% number, meaning once your percentage of sales in the digital channel starts to shift up to that kind of number, then, then people tend to wake up and think about it as a, an important thing to uh, to manage. You know, our, our view is that, um, that that's not necessarily the only indicator. There are whole sectors or subsectors which we're seeing under threat. So, for example, if you happen to be a distributor uh, in a market where direct distribution from the manufacturer straight to the, uh, the end buyer is possible, then you may, your business model may be fundamentally threatened. And waiting to see a change in channel may be, mean waiting too long. The second thing is really thinking about the strategic direction. There's a mantra around digital which is that uh, as long as you're running quickly, it's a good thing. The reality is, of course, if you're running in the wrong direction, it's actually worse than standing still. So we believe that both a clear strategy, which is well thought through and grounded in economic reality and in the context, is important, as well as, of course, the new uh, faster, more agile execution and organizational capabilities which go along with the, this in the digital territory. There's been a lot of discussion about execution versus strategy. Obviously, both are important, but do you have a point of view on which is more important? I think what our research showed was when we actually looked at what separated the digital winners from the pack, strategy was one of the strongest factors. So they had very big, bold strategies that were connected to the core elements of the organization. Now, they still had to be fast enough organizationally to execute on those strategies, but it turned out that actually strategy, having a good strategy that enabled you to spot the, you know, quote unquote, where to play places first, was on the margins more important than having the very most cutting edge ability to execute agilely. 
What does the research tell us about the organization and culture needed to get the most out of digitization? We had interviewed several CEOs who'd led major transformations in the past. One of the things that we frequently heard was that culture was something that they really felt was one of the largest barriers to achieving impact from their digital initiatives. And the research that we did in this survey actually bore that out quite strongly. Culture, of all the organizational elements, correlated the most strongly with economic performance. And in particular, there were three elements of culture that appeared to be important, actually regardless of the flavor of digital disruption or digitization that they were focused on. And those three were having less risk aversion, being uh, avoiding siloed mindsets and behaviors, and being more customer-centric. And those elements are ones that sometimes large incumbents tend to struggle with, but ones that digital natives tend to be quite strong on. The point around organizational silos is particularly important. We've seen that the organizations that mobilize themselves very effectively to respond to digital challenges and, and opportunities are those that are able to act in a cross-functional manner, so bringing together resources, capabilities from uh, across the value chain in harmony. So, for example, that might include bringing people from marketing distribution, from operations and uh, you know, manufacturing and supply chain functions all together to work out how data analytics and digitization can improve the end-to-end -end planning process. And um, for many organizations, that's actually a, an unnatural act and takes quite some, uh, quite some effort to get people to work in that truly collaborative way on an ongoing basis. Does the research suggest that companies that aren't digitizing need to try to ape the Amazons or Googles of the world and to shoot for industry-shaking disruptions? I think that what the research shows is that it's important to be a first mover in the area of digital that matters to your industry. One of the interesting things we found is that in pretty much every industry there is some potential here through digitization. So if you, if you take a what may seem like a less digitizable industry such as uh, mining, in fact there's a, you know, a lot that could be done, for example, using big data analytics and sensors for predictive maintenance so that machine uptime increases, to give one example. It's really important to have whatever your digital plays are have them be aligned with your overall business and corporate strategies. So if the main pain points in your industry are around manufacturing or R&D, applying digital technologies to those elements of your business model rather than ex focusing exclusively on digital marketing and sales, for example, will tend to have the biggest payouts because they're enabling your entire business operations rather than just a narrow slice that might be defined as purely digital. And similarly, in the converse is often true where in the areas where you know, marketing and sales or customer touch points are currently the biggest pain points. Focusing on digital on those opportunities versus cost-cutting digitization of processes can often have bigger payouts as well. For many companies going through a digital transformation, there seem to be a number of different phases, at least in the mindset of the executive team. Quite often we see a phase of denial at the beginning, which is a recognition that something is changing, but a lack of willingness to really confront it and understand that uh, uh, some quite uh, challenging uh, shifts in strategy or, or execution or organization may be required. Once that's through, you, you're often into a, a zone of confusion where executives start to realize that there are many, many opportunities for digitization and that they could invest in many different ways. And that's, we feel, the critical point at which 
uh, winnowing down to a pointed strategy which really hits the value levers for your industry is important. There's often a zone of frustration, which is around why can't we execute quicker? And um, one of the lessons we've learned from that is that it's really important to start building the right capabilities early on, either through acquisition or through hiring. Because once you get into your, into your stride with digital, having the right people with the right experience in the building uh, tends to be the critical success factor. Laura and Paul, again, terrific. The flagship piece is called The Case for Digital Reinvention. It's very exciting work, and I encourage everybody to learn more and explore the findings further on McKinsey.com. You've been listening to the McKinsey Podcast. To learn more about McKinsey, our people, and our latest thinking, visit us at McKinsey.com or find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook.